Hi everyone, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if you're in YouTube land. Uh, look, I uh, wanted to just quickly chat. I think you know what are the a lot of the things that I talk about. Um, you know, range from operational to mindset. But today, I think what what I want to focus on uh, is is definitely more mindset. Uh, or today on mindset again. And I guess I want it to be a bit of an encouragement because, you know, doing business as a general contractor, particularly now whereby there's all kinds of, you know, dynamics within our lives that have changed, uh, that continue to change. And so, you know, I really think that, you know, keeping the state of mind uh, really healthy is super important. Um, you know, uh, I certainly don't want to get bogged into the, the you know, the emotional and mental effects that, that COVID-19 has brought up you know, uh, brought, brought upon uh, a lot of the population. And so, you know, all I can really care for is, is the general contractors. That's the, that's, that's the, you know, the guys and gals that we're trying to reach and we're trying to talk to. So, you know, I really want to, uh, you know, I guess just share quickly uh, something that's sort of, that come across uh, my path and that I, I got thinking about. And I thought, you know what, as general contractors, we've got to consider this. And, you know, I think, all of us want to have a successful business. We always want to run a high-performance contracting business. And I think, you know, there's a lot of market pressures price-wise. Materials have gone up. Um, it seems to be hard. You may have the opinion that it's, that it's easy to do deals with clients. But I would say more often than not and most commonly is that they feel like the marketplace and the client is really having a, a you know, putting pushing back on the general contractor to make them deliver uh, maybe at a price point that they don't really want to deliver at and they feel like they've got no choice. You know, you as a general general contractor might feel like, well, I don't have any choice. I haven't got any work. And, you know, we've talked before about, you know, the power of brand, your marketing message, your ability to, uh, I guess, create inquiry for your business top of funnel that really allows you the luxury of being able to choose who you work for and who you don't work for. So long as you understand, you know, the, that, that uh, as a general contractor, you don't have to give a bid to every single person that comes across your, your desk. Uh, and, he, you know, some customers ask us for quotes and we just, you know, tell them fairly, you know, with you know, firmness, with courtesy, uh, that uh, we won't be providing a, a bid for their project. And they're quite taken aback by that. They're like, really? You're not going to give me a, a quote? Since when? Um, and so I think what we want to do as general contractors is we want to be, we want to respond to certain situations rather than react. We don't want to be reactive. Um, you know, I know all about that. I'm, I'm probably as, as uh, I can easily get drawn into a reaction um, more so than a response more often than not because I'm, I'm fairly highly strung and fairly competitive and fairly confrontational when I have to be. And so, you know, I think a lot of the time, I think you need to understand this concept that when whenever... Whenever you're in a situation and you will feel your emotions starting to rile up, you'll feel like that, grr, this person's really rubbed me the wrong way. I think what you've got to understand, understand this concept. This will change the way that you deal with, with confrontation. Um, when your emotion goes up, your, your, good, uh, your ability to make good decisions goes down. Does that make sense? So when you're in a, in a heated situation, if you've got a lot of emotion, have you ever done something when you've been highly strung and you look back in a day's time and go, I don't know why I did that? I, or I really regret doing that. That was really out of character. I don't know why I, I handled it that way. And so, you know, there's, there's always pressure on us as general contractors. And more often than not, you know, we will probably fail. I just want you to understand that when the emotion's up and the good decision-making capability goes down, you're vulnerable. 
And it, we're already vulnerable enough in this business. We need to minimize the amount of vulnerabilities. We need to reduce the amount of threats to us and our business and our, you know, our cash flow uh, and our reputation specifically. And so, you know, we we are not perfect. Uh, and this is what this is where I'm going with this. So uh, I heard a guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk just quote on one of his uh, one of his podcasts from a couple of years ago. Um, he said, "Micro losses, macro wins." And and I think what as much as we would like to make sure that we're not emotional in a you know a situation that really you know gets our back up and really pisses us off. Um, you know, it's we're all human. So, you know, this is where I'm saying we want to strive for this. This We want to operate in this zone, which some people might say, well, that's a perfect zone and I'll never make it there. But but ultimately, what I, what I need you to understand is that um, as I've been building this, this, this corporate business here in Canada, uh, I've probably failed more times than I've succeeded. But the cumulative effect and the impact and the, the teaching capability that it has on my life as a business builder... Um, has actually improved the way I do business. So, you know, whenever whenever you're out in the field and something comes up where you've like, well, I, I, I didn't get that right. Maybe it was a first meeting with a client and maybe you said something you, you shouldn't have. Or maybe in one of the quote presentations, you quoted something and you missed a quote, uh, missed an item on that quote. Then, you know, what I think you've got to do is, is to be a little bit easier on yourself so long as we're not making the same mistakes you know, more than once or twice. I mean, we have to learn from these experiences. This is why the micro wins are not necessarily detrimental to your business development or your business success. And I think sometimes we look ourselves in the mirror too much and we beat ourselves up and we think, well, we're never going to make this happen. See, if you believe that you can, you're halfway there. If you believe that you can't, you, you're right. And, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of the time is we we don't, give ourselves enough, you know, enough encouragement. And a lot of the time you're there by yourself. So if you've got a spouse, like when I was working construction and I was running a building company, my wife was not operational. Um, my goal was to make more money than she could spend. Honestly, that was sort of, that was my motivation. But, you know, she wasn't operational. So I really had nobody to to really bounce things off and a soundboard and things like that. And so, you know, for me, uh, in this in the franchise business that we're currently building, that's what I find. You know, I just got off the phone uh, to to one of my guys before we jumped into this podcast, and I just, I, I, it's it's a tangible difference that having the ability to just chat with someone about their situation, about their, you know, wins and and their losses and their challenges. And you know, when we're in our in our franchise workshop once a month, I'll go around the room and I'll say, hey, share with us your your wins and share with us your challenges. Because I'm going to tell you, there's, there's, the guys will have more challenges than what they will have wins. They'll just have a couple of wins. The challenges, that becomes the bulk of the conversation. And funny enough, when there's five or six guys and gals sitting either around the table on the video call, um, they'll always, everyone's head nodding. It's amazing the amount of, you know, uh, how similar all of the guys and gals' problems are within their business. A lot of them is labor recruitment. That's, a, you know, certainly a challenge. But I think what we do is the, the, the harder you work, the luckier you get. If you, if you stand still, you are no longer making ground. I would rather somebody move forward and fail a few times and then be able to get historical data. Like when we're looking at doing, um, we've just put out a newspaper ad and, and between you know us and our creative team, between me and my creative team and my business partners, we're all kicking around what we think is going to be a good ad. 
Um, and this is a big deal. I mean, it's a full-page ad, uh, second page of the newspaper in Edmonton. And we're, we're sort of, you know, we want to – we follow our intuition. That's super important. But when, when we would get opinions, it's like, okay, so how do you justify doing it that way or making the layout or designing it that way? And none of us, because we're big on digital, we very rarely – matter of fact, this would be probably one of the first newspaper ads we've ever done – um, none of us had historical data or metric of any description to be able to figure out what is actually the best way to do this. So at the end of the day, it's like we made a decision, draw a line in the sand, and we're going to go, right, uh, we're just going to go ahead and do this. Now we're going to watch what happens. And, uh, and you know, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start gathering data. So it's all about those experiences. Now, if this thing flops and we get no phone calls and we've just blown thousands of dollars on this, um, well, there's, there's, there's a failure, but it's only micro. It's not the end of the world. We can recover from this. So I'd encourage you in your business, this is where you gather the historical data. Every day you're out in the field, you are learning, learning. Unless you've arrived and you've got a business that allows you to go and sit on the beach in Mexico and sip martinis and watch the sun go down um, and you've got your shit together, good for you. But the majority of the audience that's watching this right now are rolling their eyes going, if only. And it seems like, you know, we're middle way through the year. Ask yourself, how is your business looking? How is it going? Are you satisfied? Uh, if you are not satisfied, there possibly is a really good chance that it's because you haven't taken enough risks because you fear failure. I want you to understand that failure is an important ingredient towards your business success. You cannot succeed without micro failure. It's a part of the deal. I want to encourage you today. I want you to understand and I want you to go out and make micro errors because you just because you're not perfect I'm not perfect we 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 know we're going to make errors we've just got to embrace that and so I want to encourage you to fail forward hear me fail forward so in other words we're not losing momentum by failing we're actually gathering historical data when we get back up on our feet and go again it's interesting how that the momentum actually will increase because now effectively you're smarter so this is why we say that, you know, there's always three ways to grow, to, to grow a business. There's, there's trial and terror. And if you haven't got a coach, you're not part of a franchise, then that is what you're doing, whether you know it or not. Trial and terror. And if you've got 10 years in deep pockets, you will make it. And if you don't quit, obviously, you will make that. The other thing you can do is get a coach and consultant, someone to lead you. Like I've just kicked off on this, this CrossFit thing because I'm done working out in the gym, so I'm trying something different. What I really like about doing CrossFit is we're in a group and there's a, there's a coach. There's, there's a gal that, um, that uh, competed in the CrossFit Games and I think she got a third. And so, you know, she's very good at what she does. She's a practitioner. And, uh, but I like being pushed because I do not enjoy – physical activity in that regard. I mean, I love Australian rules football and I love racing go-karts and they're all very physical um, But I, and I enjoy the competition. But, you know, physical exercise is not something that's good for me. So uh, not good for me that I enjoy. It's good for me physically, apparently. Um, but, you know, you really got to have that person who pushes you. A coach or consultant could be that person. And, of course, what we do is we franchise uh, and we join forces with general contractors. And so there's a lot of power in um, in the group because when you fall down, someone else can give you some encouragement to get back up again and keep going. There's a sense of belonging in amongst the team. Now, if you've got that in a generational business where dad started the business 35 years ago and you're now looking to take over and, and run the show, then hopefully there's some people in and around your thing, in and around your sphere or in and around your core group of, of management that can really help you and encourage you that when you get down, 
um, someone is there to pull you up. Because the most dangerous thing is, is when you do um, get on a bit of a downward trajectory, you have a tendency to maintain that trajectory down. And, you know, really that's, if you don't dig yourself out, and this is why I say mindset is so important. You need to be listening to podcasts. You need to be reading books. You need to be processing information that is going to pull your uh, attitude out of the out of the mud. Uh, you cannot, you know, if you're a, if you're the leader of your business and you say, "Yes, I'm the boss man and I'm the guy," um, leaders set the pace. Leaders set the tone. Leaders lead. They lead from the front. And so, you know, that that that's basically for your employees, that's for your subcontractors, and that's for your clients. Let me tell you, the last thing that a client wants to know is the shit that just happened in your life on the weekend. Zero interest. They don't want to hear it because it's got nothing to do with them. And so why do we as, as builders go out and, and puke all over our clients about the shit that went down on the weekend? I'll tell you why. Because you've got nobody else around you to sound that off of. Like my guys come into my office, they puke, you know, or they get on the phone and they puke and they go, cheers, Max, catch you later, boom, and they're off the phone. And I, it's almost like, I mean, I'm certainly not Dr. Phil, but, you know, they, they just need to hear themselves say stuff sometimes that helps them get over the failure because, you know, remorse and knowing that they could have made a better decision. I always tell my kids that, you know, bad decisions, bad consequences, good decisions, good consequences, um, but we don't get it right 100% of the time. And so it's, you know, it's super important that we have a network of support that's around us. So if you've got a strong family because it's a family business, great. If you're out there trial and terror and you don't want to live there, then you're going to have to look at sort of, you know, working out whether it's going to be a coach or consultant or whether it's going to be a franchise uh, like Smith & Sons. But, but ultimately, you know, you've got to get comfortable with failure. And I think further to that is you've got to be comfortable living outside your comfort zone. Because usually when I fail, it's because I've tried something that uh, is, is, new, is new. It's not something that I've done before. It's an idea that I have. And I'm, I'm looking to experiment, you know, and there's some strategic thinking that perhaps has gone around it. Um, but sometimes there's a blind side too, where you go forward and you think, this is, we've got this, we'll nail this. And then of course it backfires. And, you know, there's a lot of that two steps forward, one step back. And I think if you're not prepared to sort of uh, execute in that fashion and understand that uh, there is micro failures, but that contribute to macro wins, uh, if you can understand that concept, I think you'll go a long way. Uh, look, my name's Max. I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons. Um, look, if you've got any questions uh, about the content that you've heard on this video or another, be sure to hit me up on email, max at businessforbuilders.ca. You can hit me up on cell uh, or on text message 250-241-8866. Uh, the gals in the office will, will get that and forward that to me. Uh, and certainly, if you know someone who might benefit from this information as well, feel free to, to uh, share it. But certainly, like and follow, all that sort of stuff. So um, we're here to give out you know, as much information to help you build a high-performance business. Uh, we know that it is a challenge at this time, and you know, it, it can be a challenge all the time. But uh, we, we really want stories of you know, uh, successful general contractor, business entrepreneurs, and we certainly would love some of that feedback and some of your stories. So have a great day and uh, go and build a kick-ass business. See you next time.